And Lawton, no dropping bodies. Yeah, sure, take the fun out of it. Ah, no. Uh-uh, not her. Trust me. Come on, chocolate pudding, let me out. I want to play. I want to play. Let's move. Hey, let me out. Hey there, enthusiasts. Welcome back to Hero Talk. I am your host, Judge Greg. Joining me today, I have Axelon. Hey, Axelon, welcome back to Hero Talk. Hey, Judge Greg. How's it going? Not bad. All right. Our topic today, we are continuing on with Season 2 of Arrow. And folks, Hero Talk is a spoiler podcast. Nothing is off the table. Everything is fair game. You've been warned. Moira Crean dies at the end. And Slade Wilson is Deathstroke. And Slade Wilson is... Yeah. I don't know if that's really a spoiler. It's a... Uh, Everyone's sort of been waiting for that moment. So yeah, this is season two. Um, most people. Oliver Queen is the arrow. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what though. By the way, folks, um, I think up until now, well, we've uh, we've both watched up until the mid-season break of season four. Ah. Uh. So we can spoil anything up until that, right? Like that's that's how Hero Talk works. So. Yeah, yeah. It's a spoiler podcast. Spoiler podcast. So yeah, just so be aware that we we everything up to including season four, uh, and that includes seasons one and two of Flash. That's all fair game on the table. You you heard our spiel. That's well, that's why I say it so that I can mention anything I want. I don't have to worry about it. And we'll even throw some Supergirl in there too, because why not? Um, but yeah, now that he's been spending about half a season calling himself Green Arrow, I miss himself calling himself the Arrow. <laughs> You know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I still miss season one Arrow, where he just shot people with, with arrows. <laughs> it, um, I, I, I will say, it, it's, it's, I can see his thinking in season two when he makes a, like, a personal point of, I, I'm not, I'm not gonna kill people anymore. Like, Tommy died thinking I was a murderer. I'm not, I, I can't keep that reputation going. It's just the idea that everyone's supposed to just forgive all the people he's killed up until now. It gets a little bit on the silly side. Like, well, he yeah. stopped killing people. See, killing people is one of those things where it doesn't matter if you stop it's still bad that you did it <laughs> you know it, it's it's not like i can't even think of a good other like cheating on your taxes but no you're still not supposed to do that either uh, i'm sure the irs put that first yeah yeah it's it's just it doesn't work so but what i one of the things i admired in season one is when he does he's straight up like shooting people with arrows and like oh well at least they're not putting on the kid gloves so season two the kid gloves came out and they put them on yeah yeah <laughs> However, everyone kind of remembers uh, this was the good season, though. It was like, folks. After this, it just it's downhill from here. <laughs> it it is sadly. This was, but this, I mean, this is when it got really good. This was this was my my favorite season by far. It had, by uh, far had uh, all the high points on it. And my boy uh, Manu Bennett, I think that's how you say it. I screwed it up last one too. So uh, <laughs> consistency at least. Consistency as Deathstroke. Love him as Deathstroke. Fan- he he made that season. He did. It was absolutely him. Uh, I like the actor. I liked him when he was uh, Crixus on Spartacus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think between uh, Arrow and Flash, uh, most of the cast of Spartacus is covered. Pretty much. <laughs> trying, trying to think if there's anyone that they really missed. I, I just noticed not that long ago that on Flash, Weather Wizard is Spartacus. <laughs> I'm like, why does that guy look so familiar to me? I'm like, oh, it's Spartacus. It's that's Liam McIntyre. That's Spartacus. So yeah, they've covered most everybody. Um, and we have we have a few men showing up in this season too. But yeah, he he made the season. He he does it. I like that they still keep his, his Aussie accent. Um, yes, I like that they didn't try to Americanize it. Right. I didn't have to hear him try to growl as Crixus and his Crixus mm-hmm. voice anymore. It just works if you make him Australian. It, it's 
it just it's different enough that it almost breathes new life into the character that I haven't seen before. Yeah, I kind of viewed it as um, if you're familiar with Mortal Kombat, the character of Kano. Yeah, no, same I got situation. Kind of Kano vibe from him. Yeah, same exact situation. Mm-hmm. And, and ever since that movie, that first movie came out, in every game since then, he's been Australian. Yes, yes, he has. I mean, it, it, it worked for the character. I uh, I was talking to Nick about it when I was telling him about the show, and that was one of the questions he asked. He's like, well, how'd they do Deathstroke? And I said, well, they made him Australian spec ops. And I remember Nick stopped for a second and thought, he's like, yeah, no, yeah, I have no problem with that. I think that's fine. <laughs> It's it just it it's just a little bit different and it, I I like what they do with it so but mm-hmm. we've already talked about him as as Slade and Deathstroke because he was in the last season so let's let's talk about a couple of people that are new um, and I think the the big one they introduce her in the first episode City of Heroes incidentally uh it's my favorite MMO RPG that I've ever played <laughs> little plug there little plug there yeah and I I think they introduce her the um his uh his lackey there um oh, I can't think who, what her name was uh. Summer Glau plays her. Oh, um, Isabel something. Yes. Isabel something. Yes. <laughs> I Didn't she show up in the first episode? Or am I getting that totally wrong? It I, might have been the second one, but it was definitely like the first one or two. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Isabel Roshev. She does. She shows up in the first episode. Okay. So we're back. So she shows up, played by Summer Glau. Uh, I cannot believe that this is the first time on Hero Talk we've had to talk about Summer Glau. Is it really? It, it really is. She hasn't been in anything else I've done. I can't believe that. Huh. Yeah, so Summer Glau, uh, probably most famous for Firefly. The Firefly I, Serenity, yeah. Yeah, if that's, if that's fair. She was, uh, she was in the Sarah Connor Chronicles. That's the only, like, Terminator thing I have not watched. Yeah. The Sarah Connor Chronicles. Incidentally, if you're interested, the, uh, the CW app, uh, that's one of the shows that you can watch on there for free. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah. Might have to check that out. Yeah, I did it. I actually finally checked out Vixen because Vixen showed up on Arrow. So I figured oh, I should yeah. probably watch that before I watched her episode. And the, for, given that they brought her in to, like, jump off of that role that she had in the, uh-huh. in the, they really departed from the cartoon quite a bit. Oh. Like, I just know I was so confused confused because i didn't know that there was a cartoon until after the fact so i was like who is who is this mm-hmm. like why do they all talk like they know her like, but <laughs> here's, like, a, here's episode, a thing though like, i was so if, confused if you watch the cartoon you'll still be like why do they talk like they know her they barely interacted with her and she does <laughs> not like them like and she also did not know who they were so the idea that she suddenly knew who they were was kind of weird uh, and she talks about like her buddy who like oh my my professor friend who actually betrayed her to the mob in the show like he's not really your friend so yeah that was kind of weird uh huh. so anyway what else has he been in um she was in the 4400 a lot of people knew her from there she had a recurring role on dollhouse uh I think oh yeah dollhouse that's right yeah. yep uh she i think she, i i think she was in the unit though i never actually watched the unit so you can't i know she i think she briefly showed up in angel not buffy had, but angel yeah one one episode of angel yeah yeah i mean i i love her i think she's she's uh, i'm on the top list of some of my favorite actresses uh so i'm a big fan of stuff she's in except for serenity but i didn't like serenity for other reasons and i don't like where they took river as a character I'm okay with River Crazy. I don't like River Crazy Ninja. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I mean, they were kind of like leading up to that in Firefly, but yeah, but still, I just, I don't know. I didn't like what they did with it. But anyway, so she shows up. She's Isabel, Isabel Roshev. She's end up. She's uh, she kind of plays a version of Ravager from the comics, and I think in the comics, Ravager's been a ton of people. Um, I probably know Ravager best when as the, when Rose Wilson, Slade's daughter. Right. I think uh, his um his son Grant has been him before. 
who shows up on uh, Legends of Tomorrow, actually. Yes, as the future it's Deathstroke. Future Deathstroke, which was uh, a nice little nod. They're, they are getting obscure with some of these references. They are. There are some of these people, I'm like, wow. I, I don't know how anyone was supposed to know that person before. <laughs> and I know there, I have the listener out there right now who's like, well, I knew all about this person. Well, excuse me, I didn't read as many comics as you. I'm sorry, but I've read more DC comics than y- your average fan. And so when I think a character is pretty obscure, that character is pretty obscure. I'll, I'll go with your opinion on that, because outside of Batman, I, my DC comic knowledge, not too great. Yeah, I um, I read a lot of DC comics um, going back to the 70s, and there was a period period of time in the late 90s to mid 2000s where I read every single thing DC put out just everything I it, it would take me months to get through some of my by backlog but I read every single thing they did and then I kind of stopped reading comics and then I donated all of them to soldiers overseas so no, anyway, cool. that's my story. Uh, so Ravager uh, is. Does she call herself Ravager at some point? I thought I she don't, did. Did she? I don't remember. I can't remember. I mean, she didn't actually become Ravager until close to the last episode. I think not it, the actual. It was like episode. the second to last episode. Yeah. And then that's when she got like her her costume, which was oddly different from every other soldier's. Well, like she had like the half mask. Right. And it was like, it was like why why are you different? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> well, because she's awesome. Well, Slade's awesome. Well, yeah, Slade is awesome. I didn't like that the, the costumes looked so much like Slade. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I, I would have preferred if, like, the costumes were more generic and Slade had only Slade's costume. Yeah, I think I think he should have kept the orange and black mask. Like, mm-hmm. that should have been his and everything else should have been, like, I don't know. I don't want to say generic minions, but generic minions. Yeah. I mean, they basically were generic minions. For as much as we're supposed to believe that these are Mirakuru-induced, unstoppable forces, uh, nobody seems to have too much of a problem taking care of them if they have to. I will say, though, going kind of back to the whole Ravager thing, freaking Diggle, like ordinary guy, like yeah. held his own. <laughs> it was like, bravo, sir. Bravo. Yeah. Well, they were, uh, they've been trying to, like, play Diggle up for a while now, and I think this is just part of that. Um, I mean, he has his own call sign now. He's he's Spartan. Yes, yeah, Spartan with Magneto's helmet. With Magneto. Although, I think he's probably need a new helmet after the break. Well, he's getting one. Yeah. He talked to, uh, but, yeah, Cisco. As soon as you say something to Cisco, who yes. also shows up in season two of Arrow. He does. Yeah. Uh, they, so this was Cisco's premiere. Anyway, we'll get back to Cisco. But yeah, as soon as you say something to Cisco, new stuff just shows up. Cisco's like the guy. He's and, like Q. He really is. Yeah. So he says something to Cisco. So I have I have to imagine that when we see Arrow that comes back, which will have been back but probably for a few weeks by the time this actually goes to air. So keep that in mind, listening audience. But yeah, I think we'll see him with a, with a new helmet and something that's a little less Magneto-y. I wouldn't be surprised if that's how they introduce more uh, classic trick arrows for Green Arrow. Mm-hmm. Cisco just whips up these, oh, look, this crazy technology I got from this other parallel dimension. Boom. Yeah. Boxing glove. Yeah, Earth 2 got them around a lot of things. We finally got to see Killer Frost. Yes, yes, we did. Uh, Caitlin Snow, who also premieres in Season 2 of Arrow. Mm-hmm. As well, does guess, Barry Allen. Yeah, I guess, yeah, I was about to say, we, we should probably just hit the big one. Um, Barry Allen, they uh, basically, Season 2 of Arrow, as sort of a, a B story that continues on through the whole season, is a giant prequel to The Flash. Yeah, yeah. When it's not building up uh, Oliver versus Slade, it's uh, The Flash. Yeah, they they mentioned the uh, the the reactor. I almost called it the arc reactor. So sorry, <laughs> Iron Man, but they mentioned the uh, you know the reactor startup and all that stuff all throughout the 
season. Uh-huh. Um, you know, Barry gets makes, struck by lightning. Yeah. Then Barry gets struck by lightning from it, and then he's in a coma for like the rest of the Arrow season. You know, mm-hmm. Felicity visits him a few times, and at some point she learns who Barry, who uh, Cisco and Caitlin are, and then they show up. Um, I don't remember if it was Slade who was going after them or one of Slade's minions. Who's it, was, it was Slade. Slade, yeah, Slade proper. Yeah. Yeah, which was man, they made Slade scary. They did. There was there was one scene in particular where like I think it was when Oliver recognized him when he finally showed up like at, at his house. At his house in his living room. In his living room, talking <laughs> to his mom, and so like his mom walks out of the room and and Oliver like grabs a letter opener or something. I was gonna mention that. Yes. Like, this whole season, like, Oliver's been like, no, I'm a new person now, I'm a new man. Mm-hmm. And the first thing he does when he sees Slade is try to shank him. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, he doesn't even turn around, and Slade has moved across the room and is on top of him and is grabbing the hand. As yeah. The in it. And, you're, and I, I just remember thinking, like, well, that's going to be a problem. <laughs> it was very well done. I really like that they, they definitely play up that when Slade has the Mirakuru, he is unstoppable. They cannot fight him hand-to-hand. They can't stand up to him. Oliver, who gets put over a lot of people over the course of Arrow, he cannot beat Mirakuru and Slade Wilson. He can't do it. I mean, he's he fought Malcolm Merlin and barely yeah. won. Mm-hmm. And Slade is just no, it was just no contest. Yeah. But uh, bearing in mind, this guy he it does end up going on to beat uh, Raz Agul or Raish Agul. They say both in the show. <laughs> Yes, but Razagul didn't have Mirakuru. That's true, but he did have the Lazarus Pit. That had to have been something. But anyway, um, we are all over the place, and that's good. So uh, we <laughs> get the introduction of Barry Allen, played by uh, Grant Gustin. Is it Grant Gustin or Grant Gustin? I think Gustin? it's Gustin. Gustin. I, I'm probably wrong, though. Yeah. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna be uh, perfectly frank here. I I recognized him immediately from Glee. <laughs> I, 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 I've not watched much Glee. For for example, this is my proof. I have no idea that the Supergirl is from Glee, but I've heard she is. But Grant Gustin, he was on Glee. I even remember his character was Sebastian. He sang for the rival Glee club, the Warblers. Uh, his character arc had him committing felonious assault on one of the members of the Glee club. And oh, then yeah. they got the evidence against him of it. But then they decided not to turn it in because they'd rather beat him in Glee. Okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> It's it's that ridiculous. Like that's that's not how that works. Um, when somebody commits assault, they should go to jail. You shouldn't you shouldn't decide you're just gonna beat him at gleeing. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I I don't even I haven't seen Glee, so I'm just gonna just nod my head and say yeah. yes. Yeah. So anyway, I recognized him, and he was uh he was a total jerk on Glee. So it's it's very weird to see him. Like he's a total jerk on Glee with an amazing voice. I should probably mention. Uh, he did a uh he did a, a fun duet with one of the characters from Glee who I don't remember right off the top of my head. Um, and they did a duet of uh, Smooth Criminal by Michael Jackson. Uh, well, huh. the group, the group Two Cellos, they, they, they set it up so that these two show up in a room where these two cellists are there. And they say, like, guys, play Smooth Criminal. So Two Cellos, which is a, a, a group, they have albums, you can buy them. They play Smooth Criminal while they're singing along to it. And it was actually very well done in terms of a performance. So amazing voice on the guy. Uh, but he shows up, plays a, like a fresh-faced, super young Barry Allen. Kind of intrigued that they could just bust out Smooth Criminal just instantly. Yeah. It's almost <laughs> like it was on their album. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I hope we get to hear Flash sing, actually. Ah. Uh... You never know. If I they mean, ever decide to uh, bring in the Music Meister yeah. from uh, the Batman, the Brave and the Bold. That's true. We got to hear happen. Jesse Martin sing. Yeah. On Earth, too. So, yeah. I would love the Music Meister to show up. How amazing would that be? And the thing is, like, 
you can't be like too ridiculous because you 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 have a guy who can run so fast he time travels. Yep. And there's a giant shark man. Man, and, they you know, some, it's, they it's, somehow managed to get King Shark. <laughs> I I just had to stop and go, Bravo! You managed to get King Shark in there in a way that wasn't totally totally ridiculous. I mean, yeah. still ridiculous, but not totally ridiculous. I mean, it's always at its core, it's going to be ridiculous. Right. And and we we could go into the Flash for a while here, but obviously we. We cannot, yes. Alright, so who uh, do, do we want to mention who played um Cisco and 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 Caitlin? Uh go for it. Yeah, I might as well, right? Because they, they make their debut in, in Flash. So Or or I guess you could save it for, for Flash. I could save it for Flash. We need to have talk about something during Flash. Alright. Yeah. So we're not gonna talk about them. Sorry, Cisco and I keep trying to say Cisco and Ramon, and that's wrong, because that's his first and last name. So we need to just we need to just move on. I just need to start saying Vibe and Killer Killer Frost. Yeah. I'm a little uh I'm a little upset at how long it took me to figure out good Killer Frost. But anyway. <laughs> so this was this was also the season of Arrow where we saw a black canary that was not Dinah Lance and a daughter of Rachel Ghoul who was not Talia. Yes, yes. Although Nissa isn't uh, a brand new character. No, I uh, I actually was familiar yeah. with Nissa from the comics because she debuted in that area where I was reading everything. Uh huh. So as soon as it said Nissa, I'm like, oh, I know who Nissa is. Yeah. Though they got the hair wrong. Nissa usually has is depicted as having short hair. Yeah. Well, I mean, I <sighs> never mind. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Now Nissa's played by uh, Katrina Law, and I don't really know what Katrina Law has been in outside of Spartacus. I was about to say Spartacus, but <laughs> but I. I do know that every single time I flip past the Hallmark channel, she seems to be on a made-for-TV Hallmark movie. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm looking through a few of these, like the 12 Gifts of Christmas, Snow Bride. Like, yeah, no, that seems to be right in her wheelhouse. But she was Myra on, um, was it Myra or Mira? I think it was Mira. Mira. Yeah, she was Mira on uh, Spartacus. Yeah. Because Spartacus actors get work on Arrow and Flash. That's, that's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> I, guess, I, I guess as long as we're talking about Spartacus actors who got work on Arrow and Flash, uh, Cynthia Adai Robinson plays Amanda Waller. Oh, yeah. Yeah, who was uh, also from Spartacus. Um, She played, oh, what was the name of her character? Uh, Nevia. Nevia. She pl- uh, played Nevia. She wasn't the first actress to play Nevia. She's the one who uh, entered as Nevia in the last seasons. A uh, different actress played Nevia in the first season, but she was doing something else by the time they got around to. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not counting the uh, that offshoot they were doing while um, the original Spartacus actor had non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. I don't count that as season two. I just sort of call it uh-huh. a different thing. But so yeah, that's why I say she showed up in the second season. But she's it was Amanda Waller before they shot her in the head because we can't apparently have any crossover between. Yes, the, the mo- because like they were they were starting to like build up like for Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. I guess like a TV version of it. And then the movie got the go ahead and they, they killed the suicide squad, like TV idea faster than killing Deadshot. It was, yeah, I will say Deadshot at least got a good send off episode. Cause not everyone did get a good send off episode. Amanda Waller just got very unceremoniously shot in the head. Unser- it was almost random. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had, I, I mean, at some point they got to be taking out Katana too, cause she's in the movie. Yep. They made no real mention of what happened to Harley Quinn, but she only made a real brief cameo. And even I, then, it's just, it, it, you could just write it off as insane woman, so. Right. So, yeah, and they just started taking people out. Like, what are they going to do when it comes time? I, like, what I, happened to Bronze Tiger? What yeah. To him? You know, it's very off-putting for me to see Bronze Tiger as a uh, as a villain because he was actually a hero right in that area where I did a lot of my reading. 
So, but then I've, I, if I've come to accept Barry Allen as the Flash, because Wally West is sort of the Flash that I really came to like. Uh huh. So if I've come to accept that Barry Allen could be the Flash, I guess I can accept that Bronze Tiger could be a bad guy. But he didn't make it to the Suicide Squad, like Bronze Tiger did in the comics, so good for that. Although now he's off doing who knows what, but hopefully he doesn't show up in the movie so they don't have to kill him on the show, huh? That's true. And I don't think we're ever going to see Slade get out of his... So might as well just go right to the end of season two. Slade ends up in that prison on Lian Yu. I don't think we're ever going to see him get out of there again. We saw him in season three once. Yeah, we saw him very briefly in season three. Yeah, he had one episode where he got out. And Thea took him out of all people. Yeah. Yeah. Just in case you you were really hoping if he was going to make a triumphant return, the answer is no. Even uh even Mon um even Manu Bennett he was he he was disappointed by that. <laughs> yeah, like, ah, that's it. Yeah, but he's not coming back because of course they're they're prepping Deathstroke for the movie universe. So have they? Have, are they prepping Deathstroke for movies? I thought I thought I heard he was going to be in one of these offshoot movies that's coming. Um, huh. so it's, so uh, we're just not going to see him anymore. I think it's okay. just how they're getting around that. I, I, I don't think it's Suicide Squad. They would have promoted him in a trailer by now. Well, yes. D- so. Warner Brothers would have absolutely promoted him in they a trailer by now. Have. So that means they don't haven't made the movie he's going to be in. But what are they going to do with for Flash? They have a whole Flash show. They can't kill Flash off, right? I, I don't know how that's going to work. Because I think it's very Alan for the movie as well. Yeah. And it's another young kid. I could have accepted if it was an older guy and they were going a different way with the character. Uh-huh. It's just another young kid. I think I think that seems to be the general theme for the the DCU. I'm gonna call it DCU, like yeah. MCU. Um, or DCCU, whatever. It's like it seems to me like Batman is the only old person. Yeah. And everyone else is like a young, like Batman's like the grumpy old man of the team. Mm-hmm. And everyone else is like some kid. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I, I'm 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 fine with this as well. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I although I would I would prefer young. Barry Allen to be a little older because I would like to see Wally West sort of be the. Uh, although we do eventually get Wally West in the um in the show so maybe we'll see wally west it's possible he's all so anyway um i think if there's anybody else who gets introduced that we should talk about so there is one character i have bronze tiger yeah, yeah bro oh yeah bronze tiger <laughs> yeah this is a, that was a good one let's see who played bronze tiger oh, i can't even remember i will say that i i liked him when they introduced him bronze tiger like he mm-hmm. he so casually like cut every single arrow that got shot at him oh michael j white how did i yeah. not know that this is man. This is the guy. He was a uh, Spawn, mm-hmm. Undisputed. Uh, he was in the Dark Knight. He's, he's been he was holy crap. Yeah, he, he was, was. In the Dark Knight. I, I think he also played Blade in the spinoff TV show. Am I, am I getting that right? Was he the one who played Blade? I haven't seen the spinoff TV show because I know it was Wesley Snipes. Yeah, in the movies, but I uh, I haven't seen the TV show. Huh? No, I'm uh, all right. I just did a quick glance of his IMDb, and I do not see that in here. So I apologize. That was just me saying things that weren't true. Um, although since I was glancing at his IMDb page, do you know what I did find? This is what did you find? He has an uncredited appearance as audience man in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2's The Secret of the Use. What? That's right. Wow. He was also on an episode of Saved by the Bell as military policeman number two. <laughs> I, he, man, this guy has gotten around. He's been in everything. Yeah. I love like finding out obscure facts like that. Like yeah. uh, Brian Cranston was the voice of a Power Rangers villain. 
I oh that's right yeah that's right yeah he was also uh, an Apocalypse Inc executive in the Toxic Avenger Part Two and Three ah so good on him he's been in a ton of stuff all right so Michael J White as the Bronze Tiger Ben Turner I, I just know him as Bronze Tiger I, I don't know what else to call him yeah Bronze Tiger that works yeah I, I don't I don't why why do we got to be fancy about it <laughs> uh, see anybody else that we really need to talk about who got introduced um. Uh... The, uh, well, I, I guess we kind of talked about the canary. Yeah, the, we, we talked about her last time, uh, played by Katie Lott. She's, oh, that's right. she's back. She's in, um, Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, Have you been watching right. Legends of Tomorrow? In the first season. Yeah, never mind. Yeah. Have you been watching Legends of Tomorrow? I have. I haven't seen the latest episode. I, the latest episode's rough. I actually watched it halfway through and I had to stop. I'm like, no, this isn't good enough for me to stay up any later watching it. Ah. Last one I saw was when they were in the future fighting with like old man, Oliver Queen with one arm and. Yeah. Which was, uh, basically just a really good episode of Arrow. Yes. Yes. (laughs) It really was, uh, a very good episode of Arrow. Mm hmm. Um, yeah, I, I just, I didn't, I haven't liked too much of it, but that one was a good episode. The, the one that's I'm watching now is they're in the fifties and it's there. The time travel thing is starting to make my head hurt in legends of tomorrow. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm really hoping this turns into just a mini series and not something that gets seasons two and three. And- I think it's already been renewed for season two. No, come on. <laughs> I think it has. I think all the, uh, CW shows, arrow flash, they've all been renewed for another season. Yeah. I mean, they make all the, money so i i have to imagine they would be but wow Our superheroes are in right now yeah so you know who else i this is such a minor character that gets introduced i think in this season uh bex taylor claus plays sin Sin is actually, I did not know this, from the comic book. Is she really? Yeah. Now, I had to be reminded. I've actually read the book she was in and was introduced in, but she was, there was this really brief stint where Black Canary and uh, Lady Shiva switched places. So Lady Shiva was in the Birds of Prey and Black Canary was training in um, Lady Shiva's. I don't remember why. Um, it was like some bet they had or something. I don't know. It's kind of dumb. Comics. Yeah, comics, everybody. But uh, is from the comic books, and I should probably point out the actress is from Glee. <laughs> I'm sensing a theme here. Uh, apparently, Glee and Spartacus is where you go when you want your superhero. Yeah, which it's it's not bad. They get decent. Now she was only in one episode of Glee, and it was from 2015, and so I didn't see it. Um, I'm actually a little surprised that there are still Glee episodes in 2015. <laughs> Um, is this is the show still going on? I don't know. Do you ever see? I, I don't know. I've never watched. I've never seen it. I watched it on um. I watched it on Netflix. What can I say? They do a lot of they. Well, they did. I don't know if they still do, but they did a lot of Journey. So I like Journey. Oh, you mean like the group? Yeah, the, the group. The singing. Oh, okay. They did a lot of Journey in the singing, and so I like Journey, and so I kind of watched the show for a little bit. And it it was a couple of episodes were funny out of the over three seasons I watched. Oh, wow. If you can only think of a couple. Mm. <laughs> well, it was Glee. Yeah, anyway. Anyway. See, I don't think there's anybody new we talk about. We're not going to talk about anybody who's obviously not new, because we've already talked about so many of these people before. So let's let's talk about some of the stories that go on right now. So we get, oh, Sebastian Blood. Do we need to talk about him? I don't care uh, about Sebastian Blood. He was, he was kind of in there. I mean, he's they tried to make him like this, this character that really mattered, but they sort of... I, I mean, in the comic books... The guy's like a a wizard of some sort, right? He's he's like a like a sorcerer kind of. Yeah, and then they just kind of made him. 
a like, little they, doofusy. It's like, it's like they weren't ready yet to do anything like too mm-hmm. not normal. Like they were, they were prepping for Flash, but they, they hadn't gotten to that yet. Yeah, they're still sticking to like the realistic grittiness. So like, oh, we can't have magic yet. Yeah, so he's just instead he just is running like this little cult somewhere. Yeah, he's like he's like he's like, he's this like political cult. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, he's, I mean, a young guy, because he's always portrayed as older in the, I guess not always, I think there was a younger brother blood in the, uh, one of the volume three of Teen Titans. That's another thing, he's a Teen Titans villain. When you're bringing in Teen Titans villains, you're telling me you're scraping the bottom of the barrel. Well, I mean, if we look at it, I mean, Deathstroke is also a Teen Titans villain. True, but Deathstroke's awesome and he shows up everywhere. And then next season they did Ra's al Ghul, who's Batman. Yeah. You know, yeah, they, like, they, they, there's I mean, like they're definitely taking Arrow in a Batman direction. And when it gets to the point where, you know, Rachel Ghoul shows up, it's pretty blatant. Yeah, uh, that whole arc is so blatantly ripped out of Batman. It's yeah. I mean, I at least appreciate that they use Nissa and not Talia just, you know, to make it complete. And we don't know where this is going to go. Uh, you know, Ra's al Ghul might find his way back. I, I never count on Ra's al Ghul, Ra's al Ghul, however you say it. I always say Ra's, because that's how it was in the old Batman the Animated Series. I think they also used Ra's and Ra's. I think they also interchanged them at times. Uh, and th- I remember more than once in that series, somebody would say Ra's, and they'd be corrected to Ra's. Ah. Which well, I why, never count on the ghoul to stay down. Yeah, but then in, in Batman Begins, he was Ra's al Ghul. Yeah. So I think that's why they just used both. In fact, there was an episode of Batman Beyond where Terry McGinnis said Ra's, and uh, Talia said it's actually pronounced Raish. I remember that episode, yeah. That was yeah. a good episode. That was a good episode. All right, so it's it's the whole the struggle to be mayor, which I had forgotten about, but it makes it kind of depressing because the struggle to be mayor is also a pretty key po- component of season number four. So, well, I think I mean a lot of plot points start to get get reused. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get the whole struggle for mayor, and there's always someone who's upset that a secret was being kept from them. Yeah, well, the problem is is that Oliver keeps saying, "All right, I've learned my lesson," and then he immediately goes on to keep another new secret. This is true. Yes, I mean immediately he's never without a secret for very long and he always thinks he has the best reason for keeping it and people always have this stupid advice for him like like thea can never know sarah can (laughs) never know my dad can never know like you people cannot learn anything from each other and it's so weird because just across the street over in central city it's like the complete opposite with uh flash flash is telling everybody (laughs) he's almost got a billboard you know like hey i'm the flash but um although he had a trouble uh telling his girlfriend there patty he did he did but i mean he knows she knows he just won't admit it won't admit it so that she you know won't hang around because she might be in danger but she right. does know but i mean you know he he goes on to tell people being i mean keeping the whole keeping secrets thing like, that it, it kind of it culminated into its pinnacle in this season in in season two and oh, after, yeah, there are so many secrets being kept from everyone by everyone it was yeah. insane it was i mean this giant secret thing and i i just feel like after this season you really had to stop with that you know but uh so this was uh, let's talk about the island a little bit this is i've mentioned in the last season that i always think it's a little odd that the stuff that he's doing in central city mirrors exactly the stuff he did around the same time when he was on the island you mean starling what did i say central, central? yeah starling city i was confused for a second it's like yeah. barry allen what have, what have you been hiding so, yeah sorry in in starling city although he showed up in central city briefly didn't he I don't think he did. I know he he came back to Starling City briefly. Yeah. Then he went to Coast City for a short period of time. Yeah. And we got our brief glimpse of Hal Jordan. 
Was that actually Hal Jordan? It was. We don't see it. We don't see the face. We see a character in the foreground who's wearing a flight jacket, and the word Jordan is written across the name oh. area. So yes, but not like we ever see who it was. You know, it, it could have been a monkey wearing that flight coat for all we saw. So it was a uh, mannequin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I guess you're right. So he never went to... St- Man, before we go on, the, the transition from Starling City to Star City, is that that's kind of off-putting how quickly that happened. You know, this was yeah. a, this is a major city that just changed its name on a whim. It's feel like like Chicago changing its name tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, it, it basically would be if like within the next week, all of a sudden Chicago changed its name to. I I really hoped I was going to come up with something really clever there. Obviously, they're not going to do that. So it was just really weird. But then again, this is a city that gets a major, large scale terrorist attack happening about every May. So. Yeah. Maybe enough people have left that it's a really small vote. Enough landscaping has happened that yes. they can they can afford a new, a new name. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so Starling City, uh, the stuff that happens on the island matches exactly with Starling City. I mean, even to the point where, you know, the same week of the same year that he met John Constantine on the island is the same week of the same year that he needs John Constantine in Star City. So it just, it's really, it's bizarre. Yeah. Especially when they tried to build it up as this big dramatic what's going to happen like well i know what's going to happen you know it's i know oliver's going to make it out of this situation yeah. oliver makes it and at some point slade's going to get an arrow in the eye <laughs> <laughs> you've already kind of told me how this ends i'm not i'm not worried and sarah's going to have to sort of disappear because he doesn't know she's alive when he right. sees her so uh, yeah and there's so it was just kind of weird and then the whole the fact that that Slade was so close to Shadow was kind of odd. Well, they had to have a, some reason for him to go off the deep end. Yeah. Plus, another secret for, for Oliver to keep. Yes. Oliver yes. loves keeping secrets more than anything on this earth. It's it's his bread and butter. If I were him, what I would just do is I would keep a secret that nobody cares about and just get your fix that way. <laughs> Not let it be like your secret son yeah. or your sister's real dad or that your partner killed a cop or yeah, none of that just something minor something small like, no one cares about stop keeping the big secrets this is of knowing this show that would somehow be ex- exploited to become the you know, another week of drama yeah uh i mean it's the cw there needs to be what ex- your favorite color is blue <laughs> but you're the green arrow i can't believe this oliver you need to learn to trust <laughs> why didn't you tell me yeah oh boy all right, so it, it, this, there's this whole subplot with Myra Queen, and uh, no, no, I don't exactly remember. Like, what what made Oliver so angry with her again that he decided that he didn't he disowned her as his mother? Was it that she had her? I mean, she's she's done a lot of terrible stuff for them to try to get us. Yeah, to I'm trying to remember like the exact thing that set him off. Because she, she's done some bad stuff. I mean, she was behind the disappearance of her dad. Like, she was behind it. I think it was like the sabotage of the yacht. Yeah. I think that I think that was it. That might have been it. I yeah. don't know. He's behind the sabotage a lot. She had her uh she had her her husband at the time kidnapped. Right. Yeah, I'm blanking Walter on Steel. Yeah, who's from Spartacus, I believe. <laughs> I want to say he was from Spartacus. Doesn't matter. I know he was the captain in Dead Space. That's oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, so she's done a lot of terrible stuff and then Oliver sort of disowns her. Yeah. And then at one point she like she says like, "Hey, I, she she lets on that she figured out that he's Arrow." Which really puts into perspective that scene in season one where she shoots him. 
<laughs> like, Maybe she hadn't figured it out yet. Right, but still, like, once you figure that out, don't you want to kind of come back and be like, hey, so, you ever been shot recently? <laughs> Did you see a doctor for that? Or are you like, don't you want to follow up on that when it turns out you realized you shot your son in the chest? Like, isn't that one of those things as a mother? I don't know. As, as a parent, I have a hard time imagining shooting my child in the chest. I kind of prefer to keep it that way. Yeah, Moira Queen is not an ordinary person, though. Right. It's very hard to put myself in her shoes as a parent, because she's a terrible parent. But I guess I'm supposed to feel good that at the end she still knew who she who he was and she didn't say anything. And and then Deathstroke kills her in something. I mean, he had to kill her. She her character had nothing going on. Basically, yeah. I, I it it needed to be done, and so he straight up just just impales her with a sword, right? Yeah, because he made he he was trying to like mirror the whole like choice scene that Oliver went through with uh, Sarah and Shadow. So he's trying to kill, like, Thea or his mother, and he, he right. made Oliver choose between one or the other. Yeah, but then didn't Oliver's mom just stand up and make the choice for him? Right. R- right. Yeah. Uh, so Dr. Ivo was the one who gave Oliver the choice on the island. Dr. Ivo is famous from the comics for inventing the android Amazo. Which was the name of his freighter. Which was the name of his freighter, yeah. The Amazo is the robot that can steal the powers of the Justice League. Um, looked pretty cool in the cartoon, looks ridiculously stupid in the comic books, but they don't update the design for reasons i don't 100 percent understand like because in the comic books the thing is like it's it's this giant sort of yellowish man with green pants and norman osborne hair and pointy spock ears oh yeah i remember that design now yeah it yeah cool. it looks ridiculous and so when they when they made the character for Justice League, they just made it a just entirely silver android. Like they were yeah, it was, it was like solid like silver. Yeah, solid like sil- eyes, and that was it. And they made a second appearance at one point, and then it was solid gold. Yeah. So much better, much improved. But this this way, it was a freighter, and I think it wasn't Ivo was after the Miracua, right? Yes, that's how they find out about it because he's hunting for it. Now, why did he want to take Oliver's eyes? I I think. <sighs> He was he was testing for I don't know if it was cancer or something some some oh. disease. Oh, he was I think he was like testing to see if he had like duplicated the Miracua yet or something. Something like that because he he was like harvesting eyes from people for something. Yeah. Well, anyway, so yeah, and then, and Sarah was one of his his lackeys, right? For a little while because he he rescued her when the yacht crashed right. or blew up. That's or whatever. right. Okay, I'm putting it together a little bit now. Um, yeah, and this this they find the Miracua like in a submarine. Yeah, it's an old like Japanese submarine yeah and that's when they inject Slade then he goes crazy and that's right. when Oliver keeps the secret that he almost killed Shadow but then which that, like that whole scene bugged me like when 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 Slade finds out all he had to do was say no this Dr. Ivo's lying yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's all he had to do <laughs> you know or what's really really odd to me is in this scenario Ivo has a gun on Sarah and Shadow and he makes him choose and he kills one of them and somehow out of that scenario Slade gets mad at Oliver. <laughs> like, shouldn't you be mad at the guy with the gun? Like, this wasn't a scenario where people had to die. Yeah. This the, the guy with the gun who gave you the choice, he's the actual bad guy here. Like, how is it you're not mad at him? Well, I mean, he, he does get his comeuppance. He does, but it just, it seemed like yeah, the, but, but the rage was He carries misplaced. that grudge against Oliver. Yeah. 
even after he's cured of the Mirakuru, because the Mirakuru is supposed to like make you insane. Right. And even after he's cured of the Mirakuru, he still hates Oliver. Well, he did take his eye out. I mean, I'd hate someone too. Oh, that's true. I guess the eye thing was... And then he... I mean, he stabs him in the eye, knowing the guy has got like the super power thing. And then he just is sort of content that he took care of the business there. <laughs> like, he is... That's one of those things you want to follow up on, actually. Yeah. Probably shouldn't have just stabbed him in the eye and called it a day, but... Whatever. That's just how I would do business. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know he has this Japanese super soldier serum that heals all his wounds. Yeah. Except, except his eye. Except his eye, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I like to think that his, the wound healed around the arrow, which is why the eye didn't heal back. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to, to make up for the blank. That digital effect of the empty eye socket, though, that was not well done. <laughs> They should have just creepy, left, but not for the right reasons. <laughs> right, they should have just left the eye patch on. I would have been yeah. perfectly okay with that. And then they they gave him a little bit of gray on the sides to match the character in the comic book who has all gray hair. Uh, sometimes even all white hair. Yeah, sometimes even all white. And, but you know what the thing is? Is Rose, his daughter, who was in Teen Titans as Ravager, she had all white hair. So huh. I don't think it was a sign of age. Maybe I don't know. But then his son Jericho, who was also in the Teen Titans, I think he did not have. He had blonde hair. Yeah, he's a he. he had blonde hair yeah maybe maybe it's it's the uh, parental uh, the father on the father's side maybe i don't know i guess another character get introduced we, we should mention her since she keeps showing up in the rest of the show was a uh, lila actually makes up makes an appearance uh, no D- didn't she come in the first season i didn't remember her from this first season because the first season his love interest was his brother's that's right yeah ex-wife that's right it was the second and the uh yeah, so Lila is played by Audrey Marie Anderson, who I don't recognize from anything that she's been in before. She was, she's in The Walking Dead, if you watch that show, but I actually don't. I'm sorry, people, I just didn't really like the show very much. <laughs> um, yeah, and trying, The Unit, again, that's, we've established that's a show that I don't watch, but apparently another show that supplies actors for the CWs. Um, she was in Providence. I didn't see Providence, although one of my favorite actors of all time, Seth Peterson, was in Providence, so I should probably get around to watching that show in some form or another. But that's it. So, hasn't been a ton of stuff, but, but Lila, she's now actually, she took Amanda Connor's place in season four. Yeah, uh, yeah after Amanda Waller got shot. Um, yeah, Amanda Amanda Waller. Yeah, not Amanda Connor. Amanda Connor is the artist that draws Power Girl, so I don't know how okay. I got those two confused, <laughs> but uh, I'm leaving this in the podcast. So All right. Hear me screw that up. <laughs> Yeah, but she's the new head of Argus. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it gives the character more to do than just be at home with the baby. Although, if Diggle's running around, killing things at night, and the other parents running Argus, like, I don't know, does, does Argus have a daycare on site? They don't establish it, but they must, right? Maybe that's what they have the uh, the Suicide Squad doing, since they can't have a movie. <laughs> so, that's what Valentine's doing right now? <laughs> that was her name, right? Valentine? Did I get that right? Valentine? Oh, uh, the... Um, the the other, the the other archer. No, Cupid. Oh, Cupid, Cupid was her name. Yeah, because my name's Cupid, stupid. Yeah, remember that? That was some some clutch writing. We get to talk about her in season three. We do. Oh, boy. All right, so the whole Mirakuru army, I... I, I like that the whole thing becomes Mirakuru. Again, the silliness that being Mirakuru played a big role in Oliver's second year on the island and his second year in Starling City. But uh-huh. uh, I, I like it as uh, something that's bad because if you think Mirakuru made Slade Wilson really bad and it made, you know, it, it ended up making Solomon Grundy. And yeah, we get Solomon Grundy in season two of Arrow, sort of. Sort of. We get Cyrus Gold. And I think at some point they actually read the Solomon Grundy poem. <laughs> I, think, I think they do. Or at least some of it. Yeah. 
they they re- at least read one portion of it. So yeah, it, made, was, it, it made Roy uh, bad. Yeah, it made Roy bad. Now the Solomon Grundy episode wasn't that the one that Barry showed up for, or at least the second part of the Solomon Grundy. He showed up for part of it, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think Solomon Grundy shows up in one of the. Uh, yeah, because he was ones. the first yeah. uh, Miraku soldier that Slade had that's successfully right. created. And so when they're trying to figure out what's going on with him, that's the one then where Barry Allen shows up. Right. And then Barry's there for two episodes, right? Yep. Because Oliver gets hurt by... uh, He gets poisoned by something. Yeah, I'm trying to think what happens. Because they needed Barry to figure out what was poisoning him. And so he he had to stick around. Yeah, because he he was poisoned with some some poison. And so Barry injected him with rat poison to counteract the other poison. Yeah, Yeah, he's he's injected (laughs) with poison trying to figure out who's stealing stuff from Queen Consolidated. Yeah. He tracks down the... Yeah, that's right. Okay, so that's, that's what happened there. And so Barry sticks around. Of course, Barry also gives him the mask... And they try to make it sound like it's all scientific about the mask, but it's just a mask. Yeah. No more grease paint. I actually kind of liked the grease paint. Yeah. I mean, once, once like, more and more, like, heroes start showing up, it's like, and now everyone has a mask, and, like, you all look the same. <laughs> yeah. All of you look the same. But I just, it's funny, because he's like, well, you know, I have to use grease paint, because I, I I need to have my vision. And so he gives him a mask, and he's like, well, this is a specially designed molecular mask I created, mm-hmm. but it's it's just, it's just a mask. <laughs> Also, so the first episode where we get Solomon Grundy, we see the Count return, and we get to see Arrow straight up kill the guy. Yes, he does. And uh, everyone's like, oh, the Arrow killing again, question mark? And then everyone just drops it. Yeah, nothing ever comes from that. Yeah, nothing ever happens from that. I thought it was going to become like a big thing the next episode, and then Barry Allen shows up. But it's, I don't know, it it is kind of, it's just weird. But the whole the Arrow killing is why we have to have the Green Arrow, because remember, the Green Arrow is supposed to be a different guy. Well, the green arrow is Roy, or no, the no, arrow the is the arrow Roy. is Roy. Who's the green dead arrow is a is new guy. Else. The green arrow is a new guy, which is, it looks the same. <laughs> looks exactly the same and does the same stuff. And really, only needs somebody to dress up as him and shoot some people with arrows to have to change his name again to yep. I don't know the Emerald Archer or whatever. And the thing is, in season one, Oliver himself said Green Arrow was lame. He did. It's it's in the hero talk. Yeah. I put the sound clip in there. Somewhere, Malcolm Merlin is laughing. <laughs> I'd like to think that Malcolm Merlin laughed out loud when he heard that, like, huh, see? See, it's not such a <laughs> stupid name now, huh? Lame. <laughs> Lame now, Oliver. I am. You took off my hand. <laughs> Too soon? No. 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 Anyway, so yeah, Solomon Grundy kills the Count. Uh, this was the this was the season they really teased the Felicity Oliver romance angle. This is when it started. Yeah, it's when it started. Now I will say they did it to a very very good result because at the end of the season, when you think Oliver's professing his love, he's really trying to fool Slade and has actually come up with a pretty clever trick. Yeah, to uh to get the Mirakuru cure into Slade. Uh, now the trick would not have worked if any of Slade's men or Slade himself bothered searching Felicity to see if she had anything. That this is true. So a little bit of hubris there, but I mean it was it was still interesting enough to like you know how he tricked Slade because he knew Slade was watching the house, so he took her there and he said something that he knew would draw Slade in, presuming Slade was continuing to watch the house while he yeah because because he knew like at this point what Slade's like plan well not yeah. he didn't know his entire but he knew what he was aiming for right so like the whole thing was like oh if i can trick slay into thinking felicity is my one true love he's gonna go after her yeah because he he did take laurel right laurel didn't have much to do this season well she had like this alcoholic arc 
Right. I mean, she did, and like, and Quentin also, because Quentin like got her to go to AA and stuff. Right. But they, I mean, I didn't, I didn't think Quentin or Laurel had much to do at all. And in fact, th- that can even keeps going on in season four, where I don't think Quentin gets much to do other than dating Felicity's mom. Oh God, yeah, that thing. I I really feel like I, I want the character to get written off in a nice way, but I know he's going to die eventually. Probably. I uh, I still would, I, I would love to see a spinoff of just Diggle and Felicity. I would love to see just Diggle. I mean, <laughs> yeah, honestly, I, I would love to see just Diggle. I was just saying, like Diggle and Felicity, they they've, they continue to be my two favorite characters from the show, and so I just kind of want to see them do stuff where Oliver's not so prolific in it. Yeah. I just at Diggle I like I like I actually like the name Spartan too. I think that's great. Um I would love to see a better helmet. I like the idea of him sort of still wearing a costume and still using a gun, although I have to imagine he's not using real bullets cuz he straight up shoots a guy that he plans to take alive. And at that point I think to myself like those are either rubber bullets or tranks. It might it might be like one of those two. Yeah. I I prefer rubber bullets cuz those just hurt. Yeah. I can see Diggle doing that to people, but Still, I like Diggle, and I like, I'm, he's, 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 ever since I introduced him, he's just been one of my favorite characters in the show, and, I mean, part of that has to be is because they've, he's, he's done good things. He's played by, um, oh, what's the name of the guy who plays Diggle? Dave, David Ramsey. Yeah, he's cast he, he very just, well. Cast so well, does a great job. Um, I love him when he shows up on the other shows. I, it, one of my favorite running gags is that he's really off put by how fast Barry can run. Yes. He refuses to accept it. Yeah. <laughs> All the stuff he sees. And I mean, this is, I mean, we've seen in, in, in the most recent season where like they show up and like, so turns out magic's real. Oh, awesome. Turns out, uh, there's another earth. And he's still, at that point, he's still like, no, that too fast. It's just weird. <laughs> they even have a thing where um, Lila is like, he's fast, get over it. He's like, never. <laughs> it's it's my favorite running gag of, of the series. and I, I like the character. All right, we, we can't just talk about how awesome Diggle is. You know, he took out Ravager, and that's pretty hardcore. She was yeah. on the Mirakuru, and she, she was like second-in-command Mirakuru. And so Roy gets Mirakuru'd in this one, and then he, gets, he kills a cop. Uh-huh. And we just kind of let that go. For a little while, at least. I yeah. think it gets brought up again later. It, doesn't it, it turns out later he's actually, like, kept up with the family of the cop. I think so. Um, I'm trying to think if he, like, if he was giving gifts to the kid or something, or if he was just watching and... I don't remember what exactly what happened. Yeah. So we have we get to see uh, Sebastian Blood gets his comeuppance towards the end of the of the the season when it was Slade, right? Slade just straight up kills him, or was it one of Slade's men? It was Slade because uh, he had betrayed him. Oh, that's right. Because he started working with the Arrow, and then yeah, at the very end when the yeah. city was getting it was in flames and right. Well, because like <laughs> Blood was like, I don't actually want the city destroyed. I kind of like being mayor. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And Blood Blood's the one who gives the cure to Oliver. Yeah. And then Oliver somehow makes a whole ton of it, and then there's this really weird scene where they kind of filter all the Mirakuru soldiers into a tunnel so that he can keep shooting them. Except there's no real reason for all the Mirakuru soldiers to take that tunnel. (laughs) Maybe they had a train. Maybe. He also manages to convince the entire League of Assassins not to kill. Yeah, can I I just say that like Slade was so amazing in this season... That it took the villains from the next season teaming up with Oliver and also the villain from last season also <laughs> kind of helping on the side. Yeah. <laughs> to, to take down his plan. Yeah. Yeah. Because we get that, um, the one rogue Mirakuru guy is hanging out at the train station where Thea is. Uh huh. And, uh, although it, it was, cause this, we didn't see a whole lot of Malcolm Merlin in this season. Not really. He only showed up like for a couple episodes. I think in flashbacks, right? Uh, no, there, there was some, uh, modern day, cause that, that's how we, we found out that Thea 
it was his daughter. Oh, that was mon- I could have sworn that was flashback. All right, yeah. So, but yeah, he shows he's up. He's the one who gets Maura Queen out of prison. Oh yeah, he rigs the uh, the jury. That's right. But he gets uh, he gets to show up and take on a Mirakura soldier and like say, "Get away from my daughter." Yeah, or something like that. I don't remember exactly what it is, but he even had a lot of trouble with the with the one Mirakura guy. He did. Uh, but yeah, so <laughs> the League of Assassins decides they're not going to kill just for giggles, I suppose. I don't <laughs> know how long time. Yeah, for this one time, we promise we won't be like, no, l- listen, it's okay in this one instance, I believe. This, these guys are out there causing all kinds of havoc. Good thing they didn't give them guns or weapons of any real kind. Oh, imagine that. Yeah, well, we can't have that, but uh, it, it was, I liked it. I really did. So I'm, I'm sounding flustered like I didn't like it. It was entertaining to watch, but if you think about it, you just you shouldn't think about it. Because the whole time, I just want to know, like, what's going to happen with Slade. Yeah. And so, you know, Felicity ends up hitting the cure into Slade, and Slade still has a really nice drag-out fight with Oliver. And Oliver yeah, refuses Because even without the Miracoo, he's still, like, Australian Special Forces, yeah. you know. He's still good at what he does. He taught Oliver how to fight. I mean... Yeah. So it made, it made for a really good fight, and then Oliver puts him in the prison at the end, beats him, puts him in prison. There he gets to stay until we decide whether or not the DC Cinematic Universe gets, gets a death stroke. Oh, it will. We're never going to see him again. Yeah, he's gone. Goodbye. That's it's such a that's such a silly rule, and I know like they haven't really come out and said it, but they, they've all but done it. Like I don't understand how they can have two flashes, but not like two like dead shots or anything. Right. I mean, nobody's gonna mix up the two dead shots. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. One's Will Smith, the other one isn't. I mean. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 pretty hard to screw that up. I don't know. I, I think I think it's poor decision making, and I think it's going to end up hurting these shows because you're going to find them getting more and more obscure characters to try to pull in to, to to be on the show. Yeah. I mean, even with Supergirl, Supergirl's getting some majorly obscure characters. Uh, so they recently had instead of Brainiac, they had Indigo, which was Brainiac's daughter from the Outsiders. And I didn't even know Brainiac. Ha- a robot could have a daughter, but okay. <laughs> as, as it turns out, Brainiac's actually uh, an alien computerized race or something like that. Because there's a there's a future Brainiac in the Legion of Superheroes, and and there's yeah, Brainiac gets weird. Comics. Uh, I I don't really know if there's a whole lot more in season two. We needed. I mean, we sort of touched on the the main arcs, a lot of stuff that was going on. Huntress showed up again in an episode that didn't really make me feel any particular need to bring her up. I feel like there was a point to that episode, and I can't remember what it was. Yeah, I I read the synopsis to try to like you know sort of spark the memory for the for this one, and I just look and I'm like, eh, I don't even remember what happens. I think. I, I think the Helena and, and Black Canary fight a little bit, but that's it. Like yeah, she ends up she ends up arrested, and we haven't seen her since. Yep. So I, I mean, I'd like I'd like to see Helena. I mean, you establish these characters, you might want to bring them up again. But no, 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 no. can't do that. Can't do. Sorry, that. sorry, that would be ridiculous. Absolutely. Yeah. Positively ridiculous. But one more pe- person we do need to bring up. I can't be- can't believe we did not bring this person up. The Clock King. Oh my God! Yes, freaking Clock King. I William Tuckman. Yeah. Uh, he pulls off these heights at at Cord Industries. Ted Cord. You know. Uh-huh. Boo, boo. Blue, uh, Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle, yeah. Yeah. This is, uh, he shows, yeah, so he shows up in this season. He ends up showing up in Flash later, and doesn't he have another good... Does he show up in Flash? I think he does show up in Flash. Oh, I, 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 I'll, I'll have to go back and watch Season one Flash. in Flash. I want to say yeah, he does show up in Flash. That. But yeah, so he, uh, he, he gets Felicity her, uh, her first scar. She takes a bullet. 
Nobody yeah. really seems to question this group of people getting shot and going to the hospital. You know, like... Well, I don't think they go to the hospital. They, they patch themselves up. That doesn't seem safe. <laughs> <laughs> well, neither is, you know, being a vigilante at night. Yeah, but Felicity's not a vigilante, really. She's Overwatch. She's a she's a cyber vigilante. Yeah. So, Overwatch. We need to talk... I know this is not the right season for Overwatch, but, uh... When, when she comes up with the word Overwatch and they say Oracle was taken, I know that's a throwaway line because she was in a wheelchair at the time. Yeah. But the implication of that line is just gives me a headache. It was, it was basically like a three episode, hey, you're, you, you are our Oracle now because you're in a wheelchair and you're the yeah. tech person. Yeah, but the last thing we saw her do was get up out of her wheelchair and walk away. So. Right. Yeah. It's not really Oracle, but. But the idea that Oracle was taken implies that there is a Batman in this well, universe, and that it, Batman is in enough contact with Oliver Queen that he knows that there's an Oracle in this universe. Yeah, like, it bugs me, because in, in The Flash, we see in the future, Bruce Wayne has merged his company with Oliver's. Right. And then in Legends of Tomorrow, he's, like, he is flat-out referenced. Batman and Superman are flat-out referenced. Yes. And it's like, so they're real. They exist. Where are they? <laughs> yeah. So, the, the like I said, the implication there is that there is a Batman. And if there is a Batman, then there is a Superman. If there is a Superman, where was he when Mirakuru soldiers were tearing up Starling City? This is the problem I have with comic books in general. It's like, where where is Superman when yeah. all this is going down? It's and that's that's why it works better if you just don't try to incorporate. The, like I can understand if you let Vixen be in Detroit because Vixen's not going to be able to stop everything and come to Starling City. Right. Um. Even the Flash, it gets a little. They they always have to sort of find a way that why the Flash couldn't just drop everything and come and help out. And even when he does come and help out, he's like, I got this thing I got to do. Yeah, he's usually got other stuff on his yeah. plate, you know, because he's got his own supervillains and usually another evil speedster's coming after him for some reason or another, which yeah. is sort of how the Flash comics go. So that's really in character because there's evil always another yep. evil speedster coming after him. It, it was just, uh, I don't I don't know. I didn't like it. I, I prefer Felicity. I mean, you can't call her Felicity. It was kind of silly. It took till season four to get Diggle and Felicity code names. But yeah, it's, I I suppose it's it's better than nothing. But yeah, they they should have had them by now. I don't know, like the, just the whole idea of, of I know this is going to sound like so weird because we're talking about a superhero show. It sounds too comic booky. <laughs> <laughs> I know it sounds completely contradictory. It's, it just sounds yeah. too gimmicky. I mean, I I kind of I get the idea that you can't just be using your own real names as you're out yeah. doing something that's highly illegal. But then for a long, long time, Diggle also was not wearing a mask. This is true. Like, any traffic cam could have picked him up and been like, hey, you know who this guy is hanging out with the arrow? Yeah, that's John Diggle. Oh, hey, yeah, he's also Oliver Queen's on Saturdays. bodyguard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so, I, I guess it took long enough, but whatever. Uh, anything else we want to talk about for Arrow Season 2? Uh, I think we did everything. I, we, we've done a good job tearing this one apart, I have to yeah, say. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think... Oh, uh, the very, very end of the season when... Or, uh, Sophia... She doesn't like all these secrets. She just drops everything to go with her yeah, mass murdering father. She just found out about. <laughs> yeah, that was. Uh, well, he is still young, and she doesn't quite think things through all the way. But yeah, I'm so sick of all the secrets people keep from me. I'm going to let my secret father, who mass murdered all these people, train me in on, secret in secretism. <laughs> 
Yeah, and and then he goes on and uses her to murder Sarah. Yeah, and like she gets so upset at Moira and Oliver that she doesn't sign like her her shares with them, and so they lose the company, and it's ugh, yeah, all because of secrets. Secrets. The bane so, of arrows. Secrets. So if you learn nothing else, audience, secret secrets are no fun. Secret secrets hurt someone. Wow. Yeah, that's deep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now is the time on Hero Talk where we have to talk about what our favorite part of Arrow Season 2 was. Uh, so, Axelon, what was your favorite part of Arrow Season 2? My favorite, it wasn't just one instance. Mm-hmm. It was just Slade's entire plan. Like, it, like he, he'd set this up for years. Mm-hmm. And when, when he finally attacked Oliver, like, it was in from every possible direction. Like, he attacked him, like, physically as the Arrow. He attacked his company. He attacked his family. He attacked his city. Like it was all like almost simultaneously too. Yeah. It was just brilliant. Like everything he did, and then they lost. But that's besides the point. Right. It's just it, like you rarely see that, and like every villain after that has just been so disappointing compared to Slade Wilson that I'm just like, why? Why, yeah. why, why do I care about this? Yeah. Slade Wilson so better. is why this is called the good season. <laughs> it's all him. Uh, so if I have to say my favorite part, it's just Slade Wilson. Yes. It's uh, Deathstroke. Awesome. It's, he's my, every scene he's in, he steals. Every scene. When he show, when he's chasing uh, Cisco and Caitlin through Star Labs, you actually feel like you guys need to get out of there. I don't know who you are, but you cannot let Slade catch you. <laughs> you get like a super soldier, Jason Voorhees, chasing after you run. Yeah, I mean, it was everything that he did was perfect and in this uh, and right up until the end when Oliver beat him because I still I would still like to believe that even without the Mirakuru that he could beat Oliver but Oliver needed to have his chance to overcome so I get it I get it for story reasons but yeah and especially that the, the letter opener scene is the one that really really cemented it for me he's like I'm about to kill Slade and Slade is already on top of him like he's already stopped him and he basically mm-hmm. says to him like yeah I could just stop you right now and then go kill your whole family and you couldn't do anything to stop me in your house in your house i can just come in here you can't stop it was oh great it was great all right so now we need to score arrow season two which is weird because you don't really score tv shows but that's okay because this gives me a chance to remind everybody that review scores are dumb they don't mean anything they're completely worthless only for people who don't really want to bother with finding out what you have to say about the thing as a whole so people who care about how many stars did it get are the sort of people who don't actually want to hear what the critic had to say. And so with that in mind, we are going to score Arrow Season 2. And since there's only one other person here, Axelon, I'm just going to start with you. I would give Arrow Season 2 8 missing Slade Wilson eyes. <laughs> That's it. That's just it. Not, not even out of anything. <laughs> just, just 8. No, I think if... I really hoped I was going to come up with something better. <laughs> I was kind of going to go with the Slade Wilson I think too, but I decided yes. to drop it after you did. Well, it's it's the low hanging fruit. It really is. <laughs> great so, minds, great minds, great minds. I'll give you that. All right, so I guess I would have to give Arrow season two, Talia Al Ghul, Dinah Lance as Black Canary, and Slade Wilson winning it at the end. Okay. Basically, the things I really wanted to see. Ironically, things I didn't get to see in Arrow Season 2, but things I wanted to see. And that's fair. Yeah, I think that's fair. All right. Well, that was Arrow Season 2. Axelon, thanks for coming on. No problem. All right. On behalf of my panel, I want to thank everyone for listening. If you have any feedback, you can send it to HeroTalk at Enthusiacs.com. Don't forget to go to iTunes and give us a review, as long as it's five stars. If it's not five stars, then just stick to the email thing. And just why why be vindictive like that? You don't have to be. But no, be yeah, you can leave an honest review. I'm okay with that. 
we welcome the feedback. Uh, for more videos, reviews, articles, uh, you can go to Enthusiast.com and go to our YouTube channel for one of our many, many Let's Plays. What are you playing these days, Axelon? Right now, I just started a Bioshock 2. Bioshock 2. Oh, I am one of, like, the three people I know on the planet who like that game. Yeah, um... I mean, the first Bioshock I thought was decent, so we'll see. Yeah, I, I loved the first Bioshock, and I know, like, everyone hated Bioshock 2, and it took me so long to get into it. But then once I did, I actually really enjoyed it. I think I like it a little more than the first. Huh. But they're definitely, it's definitely going to take a while. For, well, it took a while for me. I can't say what's going to happen for you. you. You play more games than I even dream about playing, so you're probably going to not have that learning curve kick your butt for the, is like it did for me. But anyway, I, I the learning curve was pretty steep for me in Bioshock 2, and I almost stopped playing the game altogether. But uh, I when, when I stuck with it and actually got around to getting a handle on it, I really liked it. It's so, the powers. The powers are confusing. The, the powers do get a little confusing in the proper usage, although the nice thing about Bioshock Shock 2 is that using the powers and a weapon does not involve like switching hands very awkward. Yes. That was nice to see that go. Anyway, if you want to see Exelon's playing of Bioshock 2 or any of the other things you've been seeing, if you are watching this review on YouTube, you've probably been watching Exelon play some game this entire time. So you're welcome, everyone, by the way. But anyway, if you should go to uh, YouTube, you can check out uh, any of uh, the Let's Plays and other videos that we have. And check us out. We're on Facebook and Twitter. That's Enthusiacs. Just search for us. We're the only Enthusiacs there. We're not on Instagram, so don't try looking for us there because you're not going to find us. Are we and- on MySpace? No, we're not on MySpace. <laughs> no, I did I did look into that. We are not on MySpace. <laughs> I don't even know if Tom is still on MySpace. I think even he has moved on. Oh, no, not Tom. <laughs> Who was that guy? I don't even know. <laughs> did he run MySpace? Is he just the MySpace guy? I think he was the creator. Yeah, he was everybody's friend. Yeah, he just wanted to be friends with everyone. Wow, can't fall them. Anyway, regardless of who your friends are in MySpace, what's really important is that you come back here and listen in for the next Hero Talk. Hero Talk.